Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it is your boy, DJ Billy A, and across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on that mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Hey, yo, what's going on, Billy? Hey, yo. Yeah. Hey, got Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall... <laughs> the most famous reindeer of all. Come on! I would just slap the thing, but it like might have retro like vibed like the whole thing. Yes, no. He we, like slaps on the desk. Yes, no. We don't want it to. It's classic DMX. R.I.P. Big Earl. Yes, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer never got more thugged out in his entire life than mm-hmm. at that moment right there. It's a classic. What's going on? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, aka Drillbit, aka Scotty Scorp. Yes, Scotty Scorpio. What's cracking, man? Hey, another day hard at it, my friend, here with you doing the podcast that I love so much. Listen, can I tell you something? Yes, please do. I did something at work the other day. Uh huh. That was so profound. Wow. Okay. But also so stupid. Uh huh. I said something. Okay. And when I said it, the person I told mm-hmm. lost their shit. They were laughing so hard. Mmm. And then I was like, this is like some deep, like it, it could be so deep, but also like this person has noodles for brains. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah. So this person is helping me do something on this computer system, this program. Right. And she and I and I forgot a step. Okay. And she's like, no, no, no don't forget. You got to do this to go there. And I said, and I quote, I'm going to turn the music so you can hear me. I quote. I remember, I just forget. Yeah. (laughs) Right, yeah. And she lost her stuff. Yeah. And I was like, when I, as soon as I said it, I was like, 
Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I need to do this. I just forget. Yeah, yeah. So do you remember or do you forget? Which one is it? You remember up until the point that you need to remember, and then you forget, if right. that makes sense. I mean, that's to kind of where I'm And at. I felt so dumb. I felt like so stupid, Scott. And then, like, I told a couple people about it, and then, uh, you know... I put the little fake quote on Gandhi's picture, yeah, yeah. sent it to a couple people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just, I, I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Because it's uh, classic. Hey, dude. If, classic if, Savage. I remember, but yeah. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> when you told me about that, it kind of struck me. I, th- I immediately, and I don't know why, because it's very different, but I thought about Friday when Smokey's like, Debo think he got m- mind control over me. He be telling me to shut the fuck up. But when he leaves, I'll be talking again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be talking again. Like, yeah, I remember, but I forget. Yeah, man, that's just that's just one of those things you say, and there's no there's no turning back. The right. moment it comes out, you're like, no, but not. Nah, it's out there for the world, and it's funny, man. It's funny. Well, in classic savage, uh, I, what I did here is is I went full eight mile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just made fun of myself. Before people can make fun of me. There you go. That's what's up right there. Yeah. yeah. Beat him beat him to the punch. Yeah, I went B Rabbit on it. Yeah, yeah. So that would make me Cheddar Bob. Yeah, you shot yourself in yeah, the leg. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, my homie is an Uncle Tom. And yes, my homie did shoot himself in the dick, whatever he says. Yeah. Genius. Genius. You are now known as Cheddar Bill. Yeah, I, I kinda like that actually. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a reference to 8 Mile. You do like cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> Probably too much, to my detriment. Would you like yes. to hear a cheese story I since would, we're on it? Yeah, let's hear a cheese story. So this person totally did not mean this to be mean. But uh-huh. it, when she said it, right. the, the space we were in and how she said it kind of seemed like she was calling me that, which she wasn't. I know she's not a mean-spirited person. Right. But just the situation, right? We're having this holiday dinner at my work. Right, and uh, we went to Olive Garden. Nice. And uh, uh, I got Zupa Toscana. I'm mm. a Zupa guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally I'll have the salad, but I like the Zupa. Mm. I don't really eat Olive Garden often anymore. But she was going around that they brought all the soups and the salads, and you know they follow you around. You want some cheese? You want some cheese? You want some cheese? Yeah, let me get yeah, some, yeah, a little yeah. bit more, whatever. So she puts cheese on my soup, right? And literally, like she was like gouging people with everyone else with cheese and then she came with mine she was like yeah little baby squirts <laughs> like six shreds of cheese and i was like can i get a little more cheese please yeah and my friend across the way goes oh cheese fat man's candy <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and like everyone stopped and looked at her was like did she just call scott fat and then she like had this like she's already like an Irish girl and white and she just went to the shade of white. Yeah, and I was she was like, oh, my God, that's not what I meant. She turned clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and it was like, she, and, you know, she immediately starts backtracking. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. My grandpa always used to say like this, this whole story, like she wasn't yeah. calling me. She just said yeah. she just thought it would be funny. And it was and just the timing was bad. And then I was yeah. like, I pretended for a second like I was really hurt. And I was like, I'm just kidding with you, man. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, cheese. I do like me some cheese. <laughs> and she said it just like that, too. Like, the, the girl comes over, gives me six shreds of cheese, and I was like, yo, come on, dude. You just yeah. gave that lady half a cow. Can I get some more cheese, please? Yeah. And then my friend immediately goes, Ah, oh, cheese, the fat man's candy. <laughs> I think she, like, maybe that's how her grandpa sounds because she yeah. said it like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> and everyone was like, <gasps> 
the fuck? <laughs> What's hilarious about that is wouldn't candy be the fat man's candy? I mean, I, I don't know. If- I, apparently, fat men don't eat candy. They eat cheese instead of candy. Well, on behalf, I'm going to rep for all fat men out there. I know for myself personally, I'll eat the hell out of some cheese, but I will eat some peanut M&Ms as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mm-hmm. probably to my detriment, but... Uh, yeah, I'm not shy on either one. I'm a big fan of both. So Love you for it. Yay, man. Ah, candy. The fat man's candy. Candy. <laughs> the fat man's candy. I love that, man. That's a great story. I'm, I'm glad you told that, man. That, that cracks me up. She got hella clear. Yeah, she turned clear. That just, that hey. you know what that is. That's from uh, uh, um, Space Jam. Hey, she literally said that, and then when everyone stopped, she turned into an x-ray. All yeah. I could see was a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Space Jam with with uh, Bill Murray says it's because I'm white, right? You don't think I can play because I'm white? And he goes, and Michael Jordan goes, no, Larry's white, and Bill Murray says Larry's not white, Larry's clear. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines in a movie ever. Still cracks me up. Bill Murray's a legend. Speaking of movies, yeah, I went to the movies since we last recorded, and I know that you haven't seen this movie, so I'm gonna let you. And our loyal 209 Pod Squad know that this will be a spoiler-free review. I'm not going to spoil this movie because I would like you to see it, and I would like to get your thoughts on it in the future. Well, I just want you to know right now that I will be listening, and Uh I hope you don't give any spoilers because I really, really want to know what's going to happen with Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yes! Oh, man, let me tell you, he's big. He's red, uh-huh. and he's a dog. That's my review. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I guess I don't need to see it now. Yeah, no, I mean, he's a dog, and he turns big, and it just so happens that he's red. You're oh, jeez. The fat dog's candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Clifford. Damn you, you bastard. Uh, no, so I went and saw, with my wife and my stepdaughter, we went and saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, I had zero expectations going into this. Obviously, like me and a million other people out there, big fan of the original Ghostbusters from the 80s. Uh, It's a classic. I've grown up with it. That movie is, what, 30 plus years old? It's at least 30 years old for sure. So this, and then of course we got the 2016 all-female reboot. And you and I talked, um, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. I think it was our last episode. Uh, We talked about our... The, our lack of love for the reboot that the reboot isn't necessary I really after listening to that episode I thought about that a lot um, if you think about a reboot it's almost like you're a golfer right uh, occasionally correct me if I'm wrong but a mulligan in golf is like when you hit a really bad shot right and then you're like that was horrible I can do better than that I'm taking a mulligan is that kind of the, the gist of that like a, a mulligan is basically uh a redo. Yeah, a redo, a do-over, because you did something and you know you could do better. And yeah. nobody's really watching and nobody yeah. gives a shit about your score. Right. And you really don't want to go hit out of the dirt or the concrete. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you drop, you take a mulligan. Like, I kind of look at a reboot as that. That didn't happen. Like, a reboot is like a do-over or like a mulligan, except the problem is when your source material is so beloved and so cherished... It's not necessary. We talked about on the last episode, like movies like Die Hard and Home Alone. Don't do it. Don't touch them. It's ridiculous. Just stop it. Just leave it be. 
And I think, unfortunately, and I was not one of these people to dog on the 2016 all-female Ghostbusters. Uh, I thought there were some definite funny moments. You get that many funny ladies in one movie, you're bound to laugh. And I did. I was not a hater. I actually stuck up for that movie. But unfortunately, it's not a Ghostbusters movie. It didn't give you the feels. It didn't give you the vibe. Didn't bring back those memories of the original because basically what they were saying is, hey, remember all those things you loved in that original Ghostbusters? No, never happened. We're starting over. Reboot. Mulligan. But the problem is when you're doing a mulligan, you're better. The next shot better be as good, if not better. And unfortunately, the 2016 was not as good or better. Uh, so now we have Ghostbusters Afterlife, which takes place 30 years later. Um, and you follow the daughter and the grandkids of Egon. They uh, Egon has has passed because obviously the actor in real life, uh, Harold Ramis, is no longer with us. So he's passed and his daughter has fallen on kind of hard times financially. They're getting evicted from their apartment. So she packs the son and, and the daughter into the car, the grandkids into the car, and they're going to settle her father and the kid's grandfather's estate, which is out in like deep, like Oklahoma somewhere, like off in the, you know, in the sticks. He's got this house that he's bought. So she's going out there hoping to get money and be able to turn her life around and ends up finding out he had no money, he had nothing, and all she was left with was this old dilapidated house that they're now going to fix up and live in because they've got no other options. And while they're there, here come the ghosts and here comes the adventure. And dude, it's, it's, it's really, really well done because what they did with this movie that they haven't been able to do with the 2016 sequel, what they weren't able to do was they gave you enough moments there was enough fan service and moments for people like you and i that grew up on that 1985 84 ghostbuster i want to say it was 84 i think they grew up on the there was enough moments like where they unveiled the car right the ecto one they unveil that the grandson finds it in the garage and pulls a sheet off and there it is the granddaughter finds one of the ghost catchers and takes it to school um the teacher uh tells the granddaughter you know you're your, your grandfather was a Ghostbuster, right? And shows her the videos like of the commercials they made or, you know, from the original movie. So there's all these moments where you're like, oh shit, I remember that, I remember that. So there's enough for us to keep us excited and keep us involved. And then, but they, the new kids, the young kids, the characters, there's enough for, you know, people that are now what, 14, 15, 16, probably not really given that much of a shit about the Ghostbusters. There's enough new material and enough new characters to capture their imaginations as well. That's a real, real tricky balancing act that they had to do where you can like fall, you can either lean too heavy on that nostalgia and, and fall flat, or you can forget about all that nostalgia and go to the right and try to please the new fans and fuck up too. And they kept it right down the middle. It was a perfect blend. Uh, the little girl who plays Egon's grandfather, uh, granddaughter, is amazing in it. Uh, Paul Rudd, I mean, he's Paul Rudd. He's always good. He's funny in this as the kid's summer school teacher. Uh, he's incredible. Um, the way they tie everything in, the last half hour of this movie, man, is gold. Like, pure gold. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a reason it's called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Easy, Bill. And you're going to learn why it's called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, but they do such an amazing job of tying off the, the 
tying up the end of this movie and it's so sweet and so hard. I'm just gonna tell you this, I don't go into a Ghostbusters movie expecting to be choked up and needing the tissues. And there's a tissue moment at the end of this movie where you're like, whoa, man, I did not expect the waterworks in this flick and they do it. It's funny, it's well acted, it has a nice little plot. Um, I give it the 209 cosine. And I'm very excited for you to see it, man, and, and hear your thoughts on it. And I'd, I can't wait to go in and do a spoiler-filled review because I'm very excited for you to see it, man. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. And I would recommend anybody who hasn't seen it, if you're on the fence, like, oh, man, that 2016 one sucked. They'll never be able to match their original. They don't match the original. This is a companion piece to the original. Think Ghostbusters meets Goonies or Ghostbusters meets E.T. Like they capture that 80s vibe of kids who are kind of at the end of their rope and don't have much, but they get together and they go on an adventure. And this adventure just has to do with ghosts, you know? And that they capture that Steven Spielberg, Goonies, E.T., 80s vibe very well. And it just happens to be that they, they capture it with Ghostbusters stuff. I, I really... I came out thoroughly pleased. Like, I went in going, all right, I'm going to see this. It's going to be fucking Stranger Things meets Ghostbusters because it's got the uh, one of the kids from Stranger Things. The son is, the grandson is from Stranger Things. I'm like, man, they're going to, Stranger Things is popular, so they're going to Stranger Things my Ghostbusters. And they didn't, man. It's a thoroughly enjoyable, well-done movie. I highly recommend it to the 209 Pod Squad if they haven't seen it. It's the number one movie right now as we speak in the US and in the world. So it only cost 75 million to make and it made, I wanna say close to 60 uh, worldwide opening weekend. So it's exceeding expectations and it's gonna make its money back and then some. So good chance we may get sequels too. They left it open. I will say two post-credit scenes. Marvel has us so well-trained at this point now. I know we're gonna go into Marvel in a minute. They got us so well-trained, man. I looked around, credits roll, right? Movie ends, credits roll. I look, I always look behind me. Nobody's moving. Nobody's moving a friggin' muscle. Ghostbusters has nothing to do with Marvel. It's not Disney, it's not Marvel. People are just like, you not, I paid for this movie and I'm waiting. So I pull up on my phone because my stepdaughter's got to pee. I pull up on my phone and go, nope, says there's two post-credit scenes. One's coming up right now and one's coming at the end. And they are, stick around, they're both good. Well worth the wait. Great movie. Check it out. Ghostbusters Afterlife gets DJ Billy A's 209 cosign. I loved it. It also got the coldest cosign. Yeah, I saw that. He put. Yeah, I put. I put on my put on my personal page because I knew you hadn't seen it yet, so I didn't put it on the 209 page. I put it on my personal page. Really enjoyed this movie. Gave me all the feels, and he was like, "Yeah, I loved it, man. Yeah, I I highly recommend it, man. It was a, like I said, I went in expecting this, the big fat goose egg zero. I went in with no expectations." and uh, came out it shattered the roof of my expectations blew the ceiling off and then some like i was very pleased well worth the money well worth the money well i'm glad that you enjoyed it sir and i did i'll give you my review on clifford the big red dog okay what'd you think it's big he's big red he's red <laughs> and uh <laughs> I wasn't really sure going in, but then after, yeah, definitely a dog. He's a dog. Yeah, yeah. So. not not an alien or a no. Dinosaur. I will tell you this. Uh, what was the movie I just went? We just oh, uh, uh, I saw. Um, oh gosh, Eternals, and uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog 
trailer yeah. was before that. I had that trailer on before when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Piss me off. Yeah. And they're trying to, you know, I, of course, oh, we got to go tr- capture this dog and find yeah. out why he's like that. We, you know, right. yeah. Made me mad. I was ready to start go killing humans. Yeah, we're going to do science experiments on yeah. the dog to figure yeah. out why he's big and red and why anyone would name him Clifford. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, I will definitely check. The Ghostbusters movie is on the radar. Yeah. Speaking of the Eternals, did you get any feedback from our uh, Eternals review? I was just curious. If uh, I, I, well, I did get some Eternals feedback uh, from two separate people. Okay. And uh, they both... Uh, so one of them got back to me and talked to me about it, and they hadn't heard the episode. Okay. And she's uh, and she was like, have you seen Eternals? And I said, yeah. And I said, did you listen to the episode? She said, I haven't got to it. And I said, all right, well, tell me what you think. Okay. Without, right. Without knowing what I think, what Bill thinks, what anybody thinks, just right. tell me what you think. Right. And she said, um, I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. I thought it was entertaining. I think that the negative reviews or or things that people are saying are unwarranted. She's like, to me, it's like, imagine that there was no movies before and they just kind of threw you in Avengers. Like you wouldn't know who anybody was and all the character development. Like. Like, I just had to think it's kind of unfair that it's getting blasted. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, she's like, and then she said, um, which is exactly what I said, uh, Kumail and his assistant just, yeah, you know, this hilarious, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Funny. Funny, spot, funny parts. Yeah. But she kind of agreed, like, probably like a seven out of 10. And she's really interested to see where it goes. And mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. enjoyed it. And she just kind of didn't understand. She wanted to, she was like, Man, a lot of people are down on it, and I just didn't feel that way, so I just kind of wondered what you thought. So I told her that basically I was pretty much in the same boat as she was. Right. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, and then uh, I told her, I said, you can check out the full review on the 209 yeah. podcast. Now streaming on all major platforms. Please. New um, episodes yeah. release every Monday. Yes. Holla at you boys. Yeah. Let us know what you thought of our review. Yeah. And I did say, you know you boys, we love to eat. Yes. And that's true, too. And we're fans of dogs, especially big red ones. Um, oh. Yeah, I was curious if you heard anything on that because I didn't. I kind of got crickets when I put up the social media post. Like I was like, "Hey, we reviewed this. Check it out." But what did you think? And I, I didn't really. I get did it. have two people go tell me hadn't had a chance, hadn't had a chance to watch it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're so still they trying to get to it. Don't you know? And I think what happens is like when we talk about something they haven't seen, they don't go to the episode. Then. By the time they see it, then there's new episodes, and they just probably don't go. Back. Sure, absolutely, yeah. It's it's at a certain point they just they've moved on. But yeah, I, uh, after we did our review of it, I read somewhere that the initial plan for that movie was to be a trilogy. It was supposed to be a trilogy, and then they decided to lump it all into one movie. And I think I'm I'm imagining that movie now, and I'm imagining the movie we got being the third act like if, if if they had given us the big reveal that you know that the it was the what are the names of the giant things that grow and and suck off the planet celestials if if the big reveal in the third act in the third film would have been the celestials and the characters started dying and then they had this big battle to stop the celestial but they had given us two films of backstory and character development when you got to that third part you, I would have cared so much more about those characters and been so deeply invested in them that that would have probably blown my mind. Like, I, I wish that I wish you know. In hindsight, you can't go back now. They've done what they've done. I, but I wish we would have gotten a trilogy out of that. And I, I understand that they're on a time crunch and time constraints, especially with COVID, set everything back and set the whole Marvel calendar off now. So they've got to play catch up a bit. 
So I get that they probably didn't have time for that, but I think that there's enough story there for a trilogy that, you know, how the, how the Eternals, how the, the deviants were created and then the internals were created to take care of the deviants and, and what they did on earth through all those different time periods and how they weren't allowed to interfere, but they wanted to interfere and their struggle with that and them falling in love and them not wanting to be a kid and not wanting to leave the planet. And dude, there's so much story to tell there that I think a trilogy, you could have gone for me. What was just an okay movie, like a six out of 10 for me. Like I'm not blown away. wasn't super excited about it. You turn that into a trilogy. I think you could bump that up to like an eight or nine, maybe for me. Like I, I, I think I would have been a lot more invested in the character. When you got to the point where characters start dying, I would have cared a lot more, been a lot more invested and probably would have, would have had some more emotion, emotional contact in it. Contact's not the right word. I'm never, never going to have contact with those people ever. I probably would have been more emotionally deeply involved and cared more for them. So that when you got to the point where they started dying, it would have, it would have shook me a little more. Like when I heard that, I was like, bummer, man, that would have, that would have been a great trilogy. Like one movie was a lot, it was a lot to unpack for me, but yeah, man, I was just curious if you got any of that. I know we're getting ready to go into uh the Hawkeye series now, but I thought before we did, I was curious if you heard anything on that because I, I got crickets on my end on our review and I was just curious what, what the word on the street was. Savage's streets. Mm. <laughs> my streets is... <laughs> it's all quiet on the home front? My streets is full of nasty perros. <laughs> you did get a lot of nasty requests, didn't you, for your fives? Don't be nasty. All right, so... um. We had talked about digging in some more on the fives. Do you want to do more of your top five? Well, list? We're already into the Marvel stuff. So yeah, you want to jump into Let's that. roll into the Marvel stuff. All right, so Hawkeye dropped. We got episode one and episode two. By the time this episode released, we may be into three, right? Is it? Are, did they, are they doing? I was a question I had. Are they doing the same thing where they're dropping the two? Then now we're on a weekly basis. I think it's going to be Wednesdays, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but yeah, I think they gave us one and two. They, they did that with. Uh, WandaVision. They gave us episode one and two, and then they went on a weekly basis. Because this this show, he's on a time crunch. He only has so many days. Hawkeye only has so many days to complete this mission and get back to his family before Christmas. So my guess is, is they're going to try now. They've given us two, and now this movie's going to be kind of like uh, on a time crunch for him to complete this mission and get it accomplished and get back to his family, because that's... That's kind of the goal. Anyway. It would work out really cool if the last episode of the season was the Wednesday before Christmas. That would be awesome. And in that, so that would mean they would be doing what a six episode run then, or would that be nine? Let me see here. We got two. Well, so we got two on the twenty fourth. So three, four, five, six. It would be six. It would be it. So we got two on the twenty fourth. Then right. Three would be the first. Four would be the eighth. Five would be the 15th and six would be the 22nd. Damn, right before, right? And that that would end. And what's crazy, Marvel is so genius if they do that. That ends and then that rolls right into Spider-Man because Spider-Man's the next movie. I believe Spider-Man drops December 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. And we also have the new Matrix, which is dropping right around that time as well. There's a lot going on in Hollywood and entertainment right now, man. If you love sci-fi and action and superheroes, this is a great time to be alive, man. It is an absolute amazing time to be alive. So, um, Hawkeye, uh, episode one and episode two, what did you think, my man? 
I was entertained. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, uh, I like, you know, the one thing I was thinking about that, and I know that it's been a little bit in here and there and some of the things that we've seen since the phase three stuff is I really, really like how they incorporate, even if it's just a small flashback to some other things that were going on. Right. While the, like, for example, in the beginning of Hawkeye, there's like this flashback to Kate, who's the person in the Hawkeye show that you'll see. Kate Bishop. Mm-hmm. Kate Bishop. Well, although this is called the Hawkeye show, I really feel like it's the Kate Bishop show. Um, where where she was at in 2012 when Loki and everybody attacked New York and stuff was going on. And it's just a little bit of a flashback to that time frame. Yes. And I just really love that they do that. The Avengers battle for New York from the first Avengers movie. What we learn is that Kate Bishop and her mother and father had a home, had like a brownstone right in the middle of New York. And as that battle was going down, the home was ravaged. Uh, her father was killed. Spoilers, by the way. I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. My bad, man. First Clifford, now this. Yeah, spoiler alert. We're going to spoil this. I'm sorry. Uh, we This will be a spoiler-filled review. Uh, so her father's killed. Mom is still there. But as she is standing um, in the middle of, in the midst of this battle, Kate, uh, a section of the wall of the home is destroyed, and an alien ship is coming right at her and just about to kill her. And at that moment, an arrow hits the ship. Uh, causes it to careen off and explode, and she looks and realizes that it's Hawkeye that has saved her. And at that moment, Hawkeye is in the midst of jumping off from the side of a building and shooting arrows. It's, it's literally a scene ripped from the Avengers. It actually happens in the movie. I've actually seen side-by-side -side comparisons where they take the 2012 scene and the now 2021 Hawkeye scene and play them simultaneously at the same time. And Marvel, it is so well done and so clean. Um, so Kate sees this and then, of course, in turn wants to become, because now her father has passed and uh, it's just her and her mom, she wants to be the defender of the family. Uh, and she's inspired by Hawkeye. Um, I, 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 I too liked the way they tied it in, but unlike you, I probably found it a little bit more corny. I thought some of that was corny. like. They're at the father's funeral, and I thought it was probably... I did not really care for... I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't care for episode one very much. I didn't think there was enough Hawkeye. It was too much Kate Bishop. I was like, when's Hawkeye going to show back up other than scenes of him? I did love the scene where they go to see... They, they walk out on Steve Rogers, the musical, Captain America, the musical. Uh, I did love that scene because it's just so corny and so cheesy, and him and the kids end up leaving. But the first episode, you're mostly catching him just hanging out with his kids doing Christmas stuff, and you're getting all the Kate Bishop stuff. But the scene at the funeral where she's like, I have to protect us, and the mom's like, well, that's my job. Whatever you need, I'll give it to you. And she's like, I need a bow and arrow. And I was just like, uh, okay, that's corny, though. But I get it. But I get what they're doing there. But it's cheesy. And then they go into this montage opening credit scene where it's cartoons of her fencing and doing gymnastics and doing martial arts. So, okay, fast forward, we're gonna, so we learn in a roundabout way that not only did she learn bow and arrow, but she did martial arts and she did gymnastics and she did fencing so that she can be an all around badass by the time we fast forward to this. And it was just like, I get it, but you know, it was a bit of the fat man's candy. Cheesy, <laughs> you gotta take it back. 
you a reference from earlier, man. I, it was it was a little bit corny to me, man. Like this little girl is like taking fencing and martial arts so she can be a superhero and protect her mom. Like I I don't know. It was a bit on the corny side for me. Yeah, but well, I'll tell you this, sir. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. I I don't like. You should have known that was coming. I I, I knew the previews I knew were corny as fuck. I thought the preview was better than that first episode. Like none of the action that took place in the preview, the new extended trailer happens in that first episode, except for the jumping out the window with the Molotov cocktail thing. But other than that, most of the action sequences are from a future episode where they're shooting arrows at the guys chasing them in the car while they're trying to get away. Like I liked that stuff, but I just, I I knew that she was going to have to have arrow skills and all that. She's like the female version of Hawkeye basically. But I just thought it was a kind of a corny way to go around it where it's like, okay, her father dies and she saw Hawkeye. So now she's got to have a bow and arrow, but she's also going to train in fencing and martial arts and gymnastics and be really good at everything. The, and it still doesn't change the fact that she's a 90 pound little girl who's going to get her ass whooped by a 250 pound man, no matter how skillful she is. It's the, it's the, it's the black widow effect. You know, it's just, they fall off buildings and they're okay. If they don't have powers. First of all, yeah, she's way more than ninety pounds. Yeah, <laughs> way more than ninety pounds. I don't know about way, but yeah, she's like at least one forty. One forty? You see how tall she is compared to next next to Renner? Well, Renner's tiny. Yeah, yeah, R- but he's Renner's not a little guy. He's not yeah. five five. No, me not five five. And but. she's just as tall as him, like. 90 is so small, dude. I know, 90 is tiny, but I don't know about 140. But anyway, she's a little girl. All right, bro, let's look it up. What's her name? How much does she weigh? (laughs) I don't know her name, to be honest. The actor's name, I don't know. But here's the deal. like, And just to be fair in the sake of, for the argument, not argument, but, right? The opposite side of what you're saying, right, is what I would fucking hate. And I have said many times, like, if you don't, do a little bit of that and whether you think it's corny or not if you don't do a little of that and we just start out and all of a sudden she's kicking ass and shooting arrows and doing all that shit i'm like this is fucking stupid bill like this is right out the bat all of a sudden she's a badass like where'd that come from i just think it may have been better like to have her meet hawkeye like all of a sudden here's hey somebody's wearing the uh the Ronin suit and they're tearing shit up and Hawkeye's got to figure it out and then have that reveal where uh, he he drags her off down the alley and rips her mask off and f- figures out it's a little girl and then be like, all right, who the hell are you? Who are you? And then have her tell the story where it's like, well, I, you don't remember me, but I know you, Hawkeye, and, and have her tell the story about the mask instead of that whole her shooting the bell out of the bell tower and it just took too long to get going in my opinion like the first episode was bad second episode once they bring hawkeye into the mix and the action starts i really like the second episode first episode i was like "Uh uh-oh i don't know about this show second episode made a big 180 for me i absolutely love the second episode the moment you get jeremy renner involved and it becomes more of the hawkeye story i love that i think they just could have brought hawkeye in sooner and done a lot of that with some foreshadowing and some backstory of when he's like, all right, who the hell are you? And then show us the father being killed and her seeing Hawkeye and then keep the story pushing forward. But I think you could have started the episode with Hawkeye seeing the girl doing what she was doing on the TV in the suit and then going and trying to figure out who it was and then dragging her down, 
could have added some more mystery to it and and it would have been a more aha moment when he rips that mask off of her and figures out it's just a young girl he thinks she's 18 she's like 22 but yeah i just didn't think the first episode was set up well but second episode i loved it and i'm on board to see absolutely what happens next and where the story goes um but yeah uh first episode i wasn't super impressed second episode i really enjoyed uh, my review is I thought the first episode was good and I thought the second episode was better. Yes, I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. The, the second episode, I, uh, hands down was better. I, I feel like we need a little cheesy and goofy in our lives and I'm glad that they do that. So Haley Steinfeld is the actress's name. Mm-hmm. She's 24 in real life. Uh, she's five, eight, but you know, they're not going to give a weight. They don't give weights for... Women don't give their weight out. I know this. <laughs> she ain't 5'8 and 90 pounds. No, she's not 9. I threw 90 out there. That she's, was just like, she's yeah. probably close to 150, 160 okay. at 5'8. Yeah, it, more than likely. Like I said, you're not going to find her weight anywhere online. So, Oh, you be, might find one. I don't yeah, know if it's accurate. It, it won't be accurate. Yeah. Some guy be it like, says, it I, says here 132. That's this this highly Steinfeld height weight body stats. So yeah. Well, that must be. True. Oh man, you can even pull up her bra. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to know her. This one says 130. The average seems about. This is highly Steinfeld measurements: age, height, weight, bra size, and net worth. You can just find out anything on the internet these days. I don't need to know that much, but it's looking like she reigns in about 130. 5'8", 130. Okay. Bill, what are you looking up on my Wi-Fi? I just. Highly Steinfeld weight. That's all I punched in. Awesome. I didn't ask for the other stuff. That's just. But hey, anyway, so, man. So, so here's the thing: is I don't want to dig in too much to because a it's new. People might not have seen it, but that's kind of what's going on. And 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 I think that we definitely want to talk about it. But then hopefully by the time we come back, we can talk about the whole thing because sometimes when right. we talk, like it's kind of hard. Like we want to talk about it because it happened. Right. But then like the difference between what we said while we were watching WandaVision and then at the end where we were like blown away with the whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny how we just changed so much. You know what I mean? Like so much has yeah. changed. So Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. It's a tough one for me between I think either WandaVision or Loki. I go back and forth on which show I thought was better. But those are definitely my two favorites. And I kind of go back and forth in my mind which one I thought was better. But we're getting a season two of Loki. So I'll probably give the nod to Loki just as the story is going to continue. And I'm really curious to see where it's going. And obviously Loki is going to tie in. Loki is tying into this whole Spider-Man and the multiverse, which is getting ready to happen in the movie right now. So I think as of right now, Loki probably takes the top crown for me. I wasn't Captain America and the, and the, the Winter Soldier was uh, was a fun show, but uh that would probably be at the bottom of my list. And we'll see where this one ranks. We'll see where this one ranks. But I'm on board to see where it's going. Uh, I love the holiday theme of it. I like a good... I, I love things that take place at Christmas time. It's my favorite season. So if you can involve Marvel and the holidays for me, you, you got me right there. But I just thought it was a rocky start with the first episode. But the second episode redeemed it. I, I was back on board 100%. And I'm ready for the next four if it's if it's only a six episode run i'm ready so bill's take didn't like one that much two is good yes just clear the wrong take <laughs> my take is one is good two is even better uh, i just tell you this man the, what do you uh, need honey i need a bow and arrow i just tell you <laughs> give me a gun somebody just kill my damn jeremy father Ren- jeremy renner sitting in a broadway show about yeah that was great 
the Rogers thing was Rogers fucking the hilarious. musical. Oh, and dude, he's kind of he, you got to equate. I can it, do this all day. Yeah, and you got to equate it to he's kind of got PTSD from all this. Absolutely, like, he's like a soldier who's been through hell and back. He's lost friends. He's he's been crashed through plate windows. They even I like the reveal that he has a hearing aid now because that's not something they never mentioned that in any of the other movies or anything, right? I don't believe they ever mentioned him having a hearing aid, but now he's got a hearing aid because of, you know, she goes, why are you wearing a hearing aid? And then he flashes back to, you know, being thrown against walls, crashing through windows, jumping off exploding buildings. And he's like, uh, it's kind of hard to say. Hard to, it, hard yeah, to tell. Yeah. And, but, uh, I love that touch. I love those little details and little touches like that, that Marvel throws in. I thought that was awesome. And you're right. He's, he's sitting watching Rogers, the musical, which is this goofy, campy, over the top, lighthearted affair but it's forcing him to relive memories that he does not want to think about. He's almost, at one point, looks like he's almost in tears and he's got to get up and walk out. He can't, he can't fucking handle it because he's thinking about that, the severity of that battle and losing Nat and everything he's been through. It's just bringing this flood back. And I like the fact that he runs out and of course the kids are like, they didn't care. They're like, why is everybody singing, dad? Let's go. Like, yeah, it was right. ridiculous. Like. I love that. I love there's so many things about it. I love the fact that he's kind of famous, but not. The whole thing about uh, when they see the people on Times Square in New York dressed like Avengers and he and he and she goes, Look, she's got your costume down, right? He goes, No, that's Kat Katniss Everdeen. That ain't me. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's Hunger Games. That ain't me. I, I just those kind of touches. The 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 uh, intricate attention to those little kind of details are what make Marvel like above and beyond. So everyone else, and so like I said, man, yeah, there's there were things about that first episode I, I that I liked. Rogers the musical is probably my favorite part of it. I liked that moment a lot, a lot. So yeah, I'm I'm on board. Let's see where they go with it. I'm curious as hell because I can't tell where it's headed right now. So uh, let me ask you this, yeah. sir, fine sir, yes, sir of all sirs. Everything's kind of moved around right now, so I don't know if this is the right one, but we'll okay. have to find out. All right. It was. Transition, baby. You said you had a top five that you were going to... I was going to drop me. it on you. Drop yeah. it. Drop as, it like it's... Drop it like it's hot. As we talked, and I wanted to think of something because I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here, so I was trying to think of something... I'm not... I'm, I'm not talking about public officials. No. Right. I'm not talking about people that I smashed. Right. No Let's love affairs, no murdering. No tawdry affairs. <laughs> no murdering. Tawdry. Got it. No political murders and no tawdry affairs. Okay. So I thought we did have that listener. God bless her, whoever she was. I'm so sorry that we've forgotten your name and we didn't know. That wanted to know our top 10 movies. And you and I both agreed this, that was an insurmountable challenge that would just be too damn hard to top 10 movies of all time. So what I wanted to do was. Tell me, give me just, it don't have to be in order, five of your favorite childhood movies. Movies that as a kid you just watched. You went to the video store and just, what when you got sick and stayed home from school, these were the movies that you watched or wanted to see that just blew your mind on a regular basis. Well, this is kind of hard because... I didn't have any preparation time. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to think but of something. I can tell you right now when I... I'm just going to tell you what pops in my head. Yeah, that's what I want. Number, num a, number one by far <laughs> is Batman. Nice. The Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton first Batman. We had that on VHS and we must have watched that 
a thousand times. Wore it out. Just so many times. Mm. Who is that, Vicky Vale? Yeah. So good. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> Jack uh, yeah. amazing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely go with Batman. Um I'm also going to go with um Fox and the Hound. Ah, yes. I yes. watched I was a big Fox and the Hound guy. I'm a hound dog. Oh You've always loved dogs. Um He's no Clifford though. You know, he's a little old hound dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I'm also gonna go with Aladdin. Nice. Um, nice I watched boy. Aladdin a lot as a child. Um, I mean, I was a, more of a young teen at that point, but uh, yeah, it was um, just I think the humor. Oh, Robin and, and, Williams, and, 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 and yeah, it was like it was it was starting for me to see something that was like humorous and funny for me, but still in a cartoon setting. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll say that. Uh, I will say um, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm. Uh, the, the old Rankin the old, and Bass claymation. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, was just something when I think about, like, I just incessantly watched yeah. when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. There was a time, man, that um, you sat down and when that was on TV. Because there was, it, there was no video. There no, was no... You no. didn't get that on VHS. The, right. You didn't own that. Like, that was something like... That was an event when that came on TV. You sat down, and that's where you were that night when that was on. You got in your pajamas, and you watched that movie. That was a big deal, man, when that came on TV. Kids these days don't know because they got it on Blu-ray. They stream it, whatever. It's Right. It's everywhere now. So that would uh, be number... Th was that three? I think you're at... No, no, four. four. That was four. Yep. And uh, the number five, um, I'll, I'll go with, um, let's see. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with a, a classic of uh, Frosty the Snowman. Okay. Those are the, like, I just, yeah, yeah. like, Frosty the Snowman, I think we had on VHS. So, like, I would literally watch it, like, in March. Yeah, just whenever you yeah. could. Yeah. Nice, dude. Those are good. Yeah, you went some places I didn't expect. So I Happy like that, birthday. Yes. I like that, man. I got that Top of my head, those are the things that I watched when I was a child. Number one, by far, was Batman. Yeah. Like thousands of times. We watched it so much. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember back in the day, they would be like the movie of the week. Like you didn't, you know, even before you had a VCR readily available, I would tape the movies off the TV. And for me, it was like, I love Star Wars. And you know, the first Star Wars would probably hit my list somewhere for sure. Uh, probably I'd have like maybe Back to the Future in there if I really thought about it. The first one really blew my mind as a kid. The way that fucking movie ended with him like, it's not you, Marty, it's your kids. We've got to go back to the future. And they hop in the car and take off and it leaves you hanging. I was like, oh no, I want to know more. Like. There's probably an Indiana Jones flick in there for me, maybe somewhere. But yeah, man, there's so many. 
But hey, I appreciate that, man. That was a good one. Those are some you you did some polls I wouldn't have thought of. Like Indiana Jones is a good one. I watched that a lot. Oh man, take taking it back to to like Rudolph and the Christmas classics like that. That was an every year event. Like people don't realize like. Like it's if like, I sat here and thought about it, yeah. like I, my list might change. But off sure. the top of my head, the things that I just were like ingrained in my head, those are the top five things. You're coming off the dome. That was a freestyle. I liked it. You probably didn't think you were going to get Fox and the Hound. I didn't think Fox and the Hound, Frosty, or Rudolph. Those are all. But those are like like you said, a Disney cartoon. That's the other thing kids don't realize. Now you got Disney Plus. You can watch Fox and the Hound whenever you want. When a Disney dropped a cartoon, that was like a holiday. Like, oh my God, they're putting Cinderella back in the theater again. Get in the car, we're going. Like, people didn't realize, like, that just didn't happen. Like, now you get a Disney or a Pixar cartoon, you get two or three a year or whatever, a couple a year. You know, now it's not as a big of a deal. That was a momentous, monumental occasion. Like, hey, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, they're they're running it over at the Century Cinedomes again. Let's go. That's the only way you could see it. Like that was an event. So Disney cartoons were like a much bigger deal than they are now. Like, if if you wanted to know something that I watched a ton as a kid that I was forced to watch, forced. Okay, so this was not by choice. Uh, would be Little Mermaid. Ah, my sisters were because my sister that. would yes. just rot on that, and the, you know you had to share TV time and screen yes. time. So like you either went and did something else, or you sat out there and watched Little Mermaid. Yeah, so I have two sisters, so I yeah went through the Little Mermaid twice. They each had their run with it, man, and, and uh, my daughter fell in love with that. Then I have kids. I have a daughter who Little Mermaid is one of her favorite characters. So I had three runs with that movie. I could probably sing you, you know, the songs. For, I could probably put on a show right now. DJ Billy A presents The Little Mermaid and I could probably be every character and tear it up. I got dingle hoppers and who's it's and what's it's oh. galore. You know? <laughs> I got gas gadgets and gizmos aplenty. I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I got 20. But no big deal. Who cares? I want more. And I, hey, I digress. Thank you. Thank you. Savage, please, please. No autographs right now. I'm busy. All right. I'm, we're in the middle of a podcast. Later. Later, my friend. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So are we going into the cartoons now? There it is, man. All right. And who put this question up? Who oh, that's the Mad Cyclone. Oh, our homie, the Mad Cyclone. He had some things to say. Actually, you know, I said I didn't get any feedback on uh, the Eternals. Yeah. He, he liked it. He enjoyed it. Told me I needed to relax. It's just a movie. And sometimes you basically just got to let things go. <laughs> and I agree with that. And sometimes you can't take it too serious. He's right. Absolutely. I just told him, I said, hey, man, I know that Marvel can do better. I, they did it with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They can throw us into a new world for the first time. And it can blow your mind. I said, that's all I said. So he asked me for my top five childhood cartoons. Yes. I'm very curious of this one. Well, we now know Rudolph and Frosty are in there somewhere. They're not. Yeah. Is, is oh, when okay. I come to childhood cartoons, I got to me, that's early morning and after school. Yes. Like, not necessarily. Another like, thing kids like have the, no Like idea you said, about. like the, the Frosty and the Rudolph, like that was an event. That was a, yes. you know, a, a special thing. Like these are like every day. Yes. Or, you know. Saturday mornings or whatever. So Savage six days a week. Top five Saturday morning slash after school cartoons. And this list was so hard. I can imagine. Yeah, I I trying to think right now. That's tough. So hard. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Number five. Mm-hmm. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm, okay. Nice. Every morning, I don't know if it was at 6 or 6.30, Rocky and Bullwinkle was on. So I'd zombie out of my room and plop down on the couch and be in the zone. And yeah. There was Rocky and Bullwinkle and Natasha and yes. whoever Natasha's little creepy boyfriend villain guy was. Yeah, I, I don't remember his name. his name now, but yeah. Rocky and Bullwinkle was always on TV. Yeah. Um, so uh, that would be one of my top five. Nice. Um, another one that I'm going to throw in there, which was is another very similar to Rocky and Bullwinkle, but was always on. So I watched a lot of it. Was the Smurfs? Mmm. Yes. Uh, so I watched a lot of that, um, and then uh, I'm gonna go with number three. Mm. Was ew, this is tough. I'm gonna go with the Flintstones. Okay. Nice. A lot of Flintstones on in the house. Yes. Classic. A, That's a classic. Yeah. 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 Uh, and. Uh, I'm actually going to give you six. Yeah, please. Uh, the next one is going to be Tom and Jerry. Mm. I watched a lot of Tom and Jerry, a lot of sneakery, a lot of, uh, you know, it's the reason I w- sat down and gave an hour and a half of my life to watch the Tom and Jerry movie. Yes, you were a fan of the movie. That's I was. Right. I enjoyed it. It yeah. was entertaining. I, I thought it was good. Feel bad for Tom. He gets a bad, it's a bad rap a Tom lot. gets a bad rap. Yeah, he's, you know. Yeah. I feel like sometimes we're all a little Tom. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we get real tired of Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Jerry, man. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to go with Scooby-Doo. Nice. Yes. Classic again. Uh, just if you didn't watch Scooby-Doo and being in our age, I don't know what was wrong with you. Yeah, you couldn't get away from it because Scooby-Doo ran like it was one of those cartoons that... Yeah, I, I couldn't even venture to know when Hanna-Barbera started it. The 60s, the 70s, because, you know, Fred's wearing bell bottoms and an ascot and Shaggy's kind of a hippie-ish guy and they roll around in the big van. So it's probably like late 60s, early 70s. But they kept making different reiterations and new versions all the way on up to when you and I were, and you know, my, my sisters were watching versions of that show, like with different iterations and different characters and new animation and... Yeah, it's spanned forever and still going. They've turned it into now movies and, you know, live action movies and animated uh, CGI movies they've done. It's a it's a, a staple. It's a staple, man, those characters. And the number one cartoon probably from my youth was He-Man. Oh, yes. I was a huge He-Man kid. He-Man, yes. Ram-Man, Moss-Man, Trap-Jaw, yeah. Battle-Cat, Skeletor, Man-at-Arms. Cringer, which right. I loved when he wasn't Battle-Cat. He was Cringer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like scared, like kind of a pussy cat, you know, for say. Like, Ske- Skeletor's cat was this big purple one. Yes. If you, if you ever got the toy, it was like covered in velvet. Yes. Oh, man. Hey, they redid. Castle Grayskull, Snake Mountain. Kevin I, did, Smith I did the whole thing. Redid Masters of the Universe. It's on Netflix. It's a show. Kevin Smith did it. And I've heard it's not very well appreciated by the Masters of the Universe fans, but. I have to check that out. I don't want to say why because I don't want to spoil anything, but. In the first episode, there's a massive thing that happens that a lot of people weren't happy about. And Kevin Smith has kind of caught a lot of shit. Is it about sexuality? Uh, I will put it that they're calling it, a lot of people are calling it She-Man. I don't want to, I haven't watched it myself, but I don't, I did hear, I got a big massive spoiler, which pissed me off because I I look, 
I watch a lot of videos about Kevin Smith, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith. And when he created this show, he caught shit. You know, hardcore fans of any genre are the hardest to please. Like, Star Wars fans are crazy to please. Marvel fans are crazy to please. Masters of the Universe fans are no different. And Kevin Smith decided to put his own spin on Masters of the Universe and uh, did something in the first episode that a lot of people were very upset about. And it's being called... Sh- she man no. well i will uh, i will certainly maybe possibly i don't know if i'll look into it i don't know how many episodes there are like i'm not 100 percent sure but uh i have like uh entertainment adhd yeah i just can't catch up out there everything and then i start something and i can't finish it or i forget it i get sidetracked by something else and then uh here's a couple that didn't make my top five my or my top six yeah that uh was difficult for me and i just when i i just went with kind of what stayed in my head sure uh mighty mouse oh yeah good one um was it was definitely one teenage mutant ninja turtles Ooh, good one as well um transformers oh yeah transformers would have probably made my list um what else uh let's see uh because they made a movie alvin and the chipmunks oh yeah i watched a lot of that yeah Um, And I don't remember which... Oh, oh, uh, I watched a shit ton of Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny. Yes, oh, man. Classic. That's the ultimate classic. Woody Woodpecker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, And then uh, Pink Panther. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, And then um, for me, the other one was... um, I'm blanking out. You know what I watched a lot of? Like very similar to Little Mermaid. My Little Pony. No, uh, yeah. Gummy Bears. Oh. Gummy Bears. Remember? <laughs> I don't were, remember. They were I like hiding they... in the forest. They were kind of like, I don't know if they were friends or they were kind of in the same universe as the Smurfs. I said, like, I don't remember. That. I remember the Care Bears, but I don't oh, remember gosh, the Gummy my Bears. My sister was a Care Bear. Oh, nah, yeah. Nah. Care Bears, prepare to stare. Oh, the Care Bear stare. Care Bears, stare. They just stared at things and shot rays out of their belly. And that was, a, you knew that's how they were going to save the day. And every Care Bears movie and every Care Bears episode ended with them staring at something and shooting their rays out and, and teaching people And one of my favorite cartoons, oh, another one that, that's on my list that didn't make the top 10 was Inspector Gadget. Ooh, yes. I watched a lot of that. As nice a, as a pull. Child oh, man. Yes. Um, and then uh, the other one that I would, like, we said my youth. The question was my youth. So this isn't really my youth. Right. But another one of my favorite cartoons of all time uh, that uh, I watched a lot of was uh, Animaniacs. Ooh. But I was older yeah. than yeah, yeah, young, yeah, yeah, teenager, yeah. late teen, early adult. Yes. Uh, but it was like, That's and it's the reason I went back when they came back on Hulu. Is I never did rewatch that, but yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. Funny, a lot of adult. A lot, yeah. It was, it was, it was a nice mix between kid and adult humor. Yes. Right before Family Guy just shot right through the freaking yeah. door with oh. just massive adult humor. Changed the game. Simpsons. Well, yeah. South Park. Yeah, yeah. I'd put Simpsons would probably be a good one. Like, cause that Sam- Simpsons was like the gateway drug to me. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what opened up the door for South Park and for. Cause people forget that show's been on so long. We were kids. Like, I remember the Bartman. Like, everybody's wearing Bartman t-shirts and Bart. Hey, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? Like, that was a thing. Like, and I was like in the seventh or eighth grade. Like, there was, was literally kids running around everywhere saying, "Eat my shorts." Yeah. Oh man, people forget because. Now the Simpsons, the Simpsons have been around for 30 plus years. It's the longest running television show in the history of television. We just kind of take it for granted. Like, oh yeah, Simpsons is on. 
But that was a mad, like an animated TV show hitting the prime time, like being on prime time and being very adult and being geared towards adults wasn't a thing until The Simpsons. So yeah, South Park, Family Guy, all those shows. Oh, The Simpsons, a debt of gratitude. Like, so so here, here's what I got. I got, I got one that I certainly forgot and that would probably be on my list, but I'm going to say it. Yes. And then I've got one that I know I'm going to catch some grief about and I want to just verify. So sure. which one do you want first? Let's go to verify the grief one. Yeah. I know I'm going to hear it. Yeah. G.I. Joe. Okay. Just, I liked G.I. Joe. Yeah. Just wasn't on the top of the list for me. Got you. Got you. It, it yeah, was yeah. like it was on. Sometimes I watched it. Sometimes I like. I really liked Destro. Yeah. I was always a villain guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I just it wasn't in the top of my list. Like I didn't watch it as much. And I don't know if that's because my parents wanted me to avoid things with guns or whatever because they let me watch Transformers. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Okay. Uh, and the one that I forgot that I absolutely watched a shit ton of is DuckTales. Oh, yeah. I watched a ton of DuckTales. So you're you're a few years few years younger than me, right? Uh one, I th- well, no, how old are you? 47. Yeah, two years, yeah. Yeah, so see DuckTales and some of the ones you're mentioning were more like my I remember my sister Laurel, who's who's closer to your age watching those and me kind of had moved on at that point like DuckTales. She was the huge the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that was her thing like those ones were more her than me, but it's, I remember them. And see, like that would be in the same realm as me. Like it, like for me, like duck, like I, I had to watch Ducktales and Smurfs and things because it was yeah, something that me and my younger siblings sisters. could watch. Yeah, absolutely. My younger brother, and my that's the sister. thing. I had sisters, right. but two years. There's a big difference in two years. When, right. There's a huge difference from 13 to 15. Too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's a big. That's a big gap there. Oh, another one I just remembered. I forgot. Yeah. I would have. I watched a lot of was Thundercats. Oh, I was gonna tell you, dude. That was yeah. one of my shows. Lion-O. I had a lot of those action figures. Thundercats, Thundercats, Thundercats. Oh, like yeah. I, I've seen people that got Thundercat logo tattoos. Like that show was. Yeah, that was one. Man, I was gonna say. Oh that. my god, you know what, idiot, dude? I'm such an idiot, dude. Oh, what'd you miss? I'm such an idiot. Yeah. Guess what I forgot. What my. Did, f- oh, I'm. What did you forget? I'm so. Can, Explain to the people how irritated I am with myself right now. Scott is is clearly disgusted. agitated. Disgusted. He's very disgusted. He's getting a little red in the cheeks. He's getting heated up. He's very upset right now. Be glad you're not. I here. would like. It's not pretty. It's not. I mean, I'm still pretty, but yeah, but right. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, I'm so pretty. Oh jeez. So <laughs> oh jeez. Fat man's candy, huh, fatty? <laughs> Not how I meant Fuck. it. Yeah, yeah. I just was meaning like it's not a pretty scene. I don't know if this, you're so it, upset. It, hey, that story right there is going to tell me right now. You know how like we say like sometimes I don't know if people are listening. Yeah. If she listens, I'm gonna get a message. Yes. She's gonna be like, I cannot believe you told that story. You know I was joking. It wasn't even about that. And we know, and we hope you're listening, and we love you. And we hope you're you well. Yeah. Hope you're eating a lot of fucking cheese fatty yeah <laughs> just kidding yeah. uh nothing but love i'd like to make an if uh, my first 209 till infinity formal amendment to a list okay i love it formal i like it Let's formal keep, amendment keep it official every video game that i listed uh-huh. push them down one okay my number one video game of all time is Gears of War. 
Ah, on the Xbox. Okay. By far, not close. I cannot, I'm so irritated that I forgot it. So this is an amendment to last week's episode of your top five video games of all time, just to be clear in case anybody missed it. You can amend anything you want, as long as you make sure that Gears is top of the list. Gears of War is your number one over Call of Duty. Uh Over Warzone, yes. Yes, okay. Gears of War is the only game in the history of the world that I have gone back and replayed like five, six, seven times. Okay. Was this online? It's Gears of War. Was this an online game? It was, was it online and not online. It's okay. the only game that I would literally pop on and play by myself. Okay. It's the only reason that Xbox is in this room right now is because I started playing with my buddy because we were like, oh, hey, there might be this coming out. We should play again. Okay. Yeah, 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 right. Yep. Gears of War is by far, and the reason that I remembered is because you said Thundercats tattoo. Yeah. And... There is a sign from Gears of War, and it's a cog, and it's the only video game thing I would ever have tattooed on me. Ah, interesting. Right? It's the it's the red circle thing that's on my water bottle with the skull in the middle. Yeah. It looks like a cog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that. Crazy. Okay. Cool, dude. Well, I'm glad. That's formal a- amendment. Okay, formal amendment to last week's top five video games episode. Correct. And now to touch a little more on your cartoons, I think you hit a lot of big ones, man. You That, that was a great list. Um you, you said Thundercats. I was going to say Thundercats. Uh, definitely Transformers would probably make my top five. Um, if I had to go, I was a big superhero ever since I was a little kid. So I, I don't even remember what it was called. It might have just been called The Amazing Spider-Man or Spider-Man, but that really old Spider-Man cartoon. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. I never missed an episode of that. And that was usually after school because it was reruns. I saw every single one. And then there was another Spider-Man cartoon that I want to say only ran for two or three seasons. But it was kind of where the Stan Lee cameo started. Like Stan Lee would pop up and talk about, hey, today, kids, Spider-Man and his amazing friends are going to be doing this. And it was called Spider-Man and his amazing friends. It was Spider-Man, Iceman, and Firestar. So it was a girl who had her powers were fire, Iceman made ice, and it was Spider-Man. They were all in college shared a dorm room together, but the dorm room like flipped and it had like computer screens and had things where they could track bad guys and fight crime. So they went to college during the day and were roommates and fought crime in the evenings and he'd still go visit his Aunt May. I fucking loved Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I loved Iceman was where they jacked the idea for uh, Frozone. And mm-hmm. You know how Frozone lays down the ice slide and he slides around. Well, that's what Iceman would do. I always thought that was so cool and Firestarter was cool, but it was just cool that these three superheroes hung out together and they were in college and they all knew each other's secret identities and they fought crime together. And then you got the Stan Lee would pop up and be like, well, you see kids, what Peter learned in this episode was, and that was amazing, man. And that was always one of my, those are two of my favorites that I just couldn't live without, man. Well, this is, and this, if you're wondering why, look, I was, I watched the classics. This this right here is why I watched the classics. You know, they 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 made sure that everybody was involved. So, like, sure, male or female. So yeah, you, know, you had to give a little appreciation to Smurfette. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, I could see. Is that your next tattoo? No. <laughs> you always wondered, man. Smurf. It was one girl and like thousands of guys. Smurfette just had to be like, get off me enough already like, hey maybe smurfette was out was just out there living her best life it's 
it's possible. I always thought it was funny in the Smurfs, there'd be an episode where, uh, what was the evil sorcerer? Uh, Gargamel or whatever his name was, he would like put some spell on the Smurfs. So then they'd all be fighting over Smurfette because they were enchanted by a spell where they'd be like, no, I want to date her, no, I, and they'd all be hating each other and everybody would be fighting and Smurfette was upset and couldn't figure out how to stop it. And I'm like, it took a spell to make that shit happen? One girl in a village with thousands of guys and somebody's got to cast a spell before they start fighting over the tail? You know, like, come on, man, what's up? What's wrong with these Smurfs? Like. Well, you know what I say. I, 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 anytime I hear a girl tell me that she's living her best life, yeah, I mean she's hoeing. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we have had that discussion. Yeah, that means yes. you're just out there doing what you do, man. Yeah, Good yeah. for you, man. And yeah. I don't judge you. No, do what you got to yeah, do. If that's I mean, what you want. If that's what makes you happy. Yeah, Smurfette was out there in the in the right. right. Come on, man. She's out there living in mushrooms with yeah. fucking a hundred dudes. Yeah. What do you think's going on, man? I think she was tired, probably. <laughs> Don't know, man. That's tired a, of being chased and 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 yeah. and, and uh, objectified. Yeah, so it's a that's a crazy concept for a show that I'm surprised that somebody you know it's been pointed out for years, but hey, they never explained how that worked. There's every single thing from our past could probably be objectified in the sense of like I can't believe somebody signed off on that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent, absolutely, one hundred percent. All sure. right, man. So check out Hawkeye. Yes. If I forgot any cartoons and you think I'm an idiot, go ahead and tell me. Yes. Uh, I cannot believe I forgot Gears of War. Apologies to Marcus Phoenix. There you go. Uh, who I've got multiple pops of, of Gears of War. Unbelievable. I'm so irritated with myself right well, now. Well, you fixed it. Did I? Yes. I did. I fixed it with an amendment. And yes. I can still be mad at myself. You can. This is true. Hey, be better, savage. All right, fair enough. Maybe I should change my nickname to Less Than Savage O'Malley. <laughs> nah, Fucking bum. Doesn't roll off the tongue. It's not, it doesn't flow. <laughs> no. All right, man, do me a favor. Swoop us the heck up out of here. We are approaching the middle of December. Yes. It's, it's, it's almost holiday time. It, it is. is the holidays. It is. We're, in the, we're knee deep in the midst of them. So, mm -hmm. yeah, man. And uh, my wallet and my bank account are... <laughs> There you go. There Our you proof go. of that. Yes. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Peace. Adios, muchachos. Later. And muchachas. Mm-hmm.